Hi guys, it's me um, talking about this week. This week was really weird. I feel like I say that often, but this was weird because of sleep having to do with being sick. So it was just kind of like a week where things weren't really going the way that I thought they would. And yeah, um, so it's very normal since I live in the Midwest to get like a cold or some sort of thing like that this time of year. And it's actually very much like a family thing. Like my grandma, my mom's mom used to get pneumonia like every year around this time in the springtime because the weather changes so often and um and like uh the years leading before like the two or three years before COVID happened I like got sick like this and one of the years I got bronchitis I've gotten bronchitis so many times in my life it's ridiculous um I remember I I got it in like 2019 um around and it was around this time of year it was in like April May time and um my sister has gotten pneumonia once a couple years ago around this time um I I think I know I'm susceptible to bronchitis I I think because I have asthma um that's my like yes I honestly don't even know (laughs) I could like find that out but I just don't care to know um but yeah um if you've never had bronchitis before, I'm really glad you haven't because it really sucks. Um, but I've had asthma since I was a kid. Like, there's actually a connection between, like, complex trauma, like, sustained trauma and having, and having, like, chronic conditions like asthma and other things besides that. But yeah, it makes sense in my mind when I think about that, why I had a respiratory, like, illness since I was a kid. Um, like, the first time I ever had bronchitis was when I was, like, six years old. If that, like, that's really young to have an illness like that that is so shitty. But yeah, I've had bronchitis so many times in my life that every time of year when I, like, get sick like this and it affects my voice, um, I've, I'm, always have like this leftover anxiety from all of the years when I worked a job where I would have to like answer the phones or talk to other people as part of my job and like it would so I would always be I am not good at taking care of myself when I'm sick it I'm I'm really bad at that and but like this time of year when I would get this sort of sickness like when it affects my voice was like the one time that I would be really proactive about it and like I figured out that mucinex like maximum strength is like this amazing thing that like will help you feel better in the shortest amount of time and the chloroseptic like sore throat drops work really well so I would like actually go out and buy that medicine whenever even when I was like not taking care of myself at all I would still do that then um because I because it would affect my job and like my self-care when it came to, like, my work was atrocious (laughs) before I, like, went to my treatment program in 2019. Like, I was remembering that in, like, 2018 or 2017 when I worked at the, I think it had to be 2018, when I worked at, um, the last attorney's office I worked at, there was a, a, a day that I got sick like this, but I, like, basically lost my voice. And I still went to work and they just sent all of my phone calls to my voicemail because I literally like physically could not speak and just, and I just told, and I just sent an email to the people working around me that I lost my voice so that they wouldn't be weirded out by me not talking. (laughs) But I like went to work that day, even though I could not talk. That's ridiculous. (laughs) That's, but that's the kind of stuff that I used to do. Um, And so, like, this week when I, I felt like I had a little bit of a sore throat over the weekend, but, like, lately here, it's been, like, 50 degrees, and then the next day it will snow, and then the day after that it'll be, like, nice out again, and then it'll snow again, so, like, I figured that there would be some sort of problem with that, um, and then, um, but then, like, on Tuesday, just randomly, 
um, it like kicked in a lot more. Like I started coughing way more, um, because I have asthma. You know that like I don't know if you all know this, but there's like an asthma cough. <laughs> it's like a dry cough. Like kind of, it sounds a lot like the cough you get when you get COVID. Like that dry cough. You kind of always do it. I always usually cough like twice if I don't cough more than that. Um, but you, but like I cough like that when I have like asthma things going on with like the weather and things like that. Um, so I was doing that a little bit, but on Tuesday was when I started doing it a lot more to the point where I was like, okay, this is like a thing. And like Monday, Monday night, I like got the worst sleep, like, which is when like my week started getting weird. Like I could not fall asleep until like probably three o'clock in the morning that night or Tuesday morning technically I was so tired and I and I when it was like 2 a.m and I was still awake and I was like well I can't work tomorrow so I like stayed up until I could tell until I could email my bosses and ask them if I could have the day off they're like yeah that's fine obviously that's fine and um and like this is one of those annoying things that I have with like because my sleep is even though it's way better than what it used to. And this week, like, reminded me of how much better it is than what it used to be. Um, I still, like, I can never nap. Like, once I'm up, I'm just kind of usually up for good. And so even though I could have fallen back asleep that day, I just didn't. But it was still really nice to be able to, like, relax the entire day. And then, um, and I got, like, medicine. When I woke up that morning... I got, like, I ordered, like, Mucinex Extra Strength, which is the best shit ever. Don't take it without anything in your stomach because it is, for whatever reason, whenever I take that and I have a completely empty stomach, it always makes me feel like I'm gonna, like, puke or something for, like, 10 minutes. So, I would recommend having something in your stomach for taking it. I don't know why that happens for me, but, um, it works the best when it comes to this stuff, like, actually getting, like the mucus and everything out of your system. Like, the main thing with me in this sort of sickness is that I just try to, whenever it's, like, a coughing kind of thing like this and congestion, I'm always thinking I have to be proactive about this, not only so I don't lose my voice, but, like, that doesn't really matter anymore since my job, I don't have to talk to anybody anymore. Um, But more also to the fact of so it doesn't, turn into bronchitis because I've gotten that so many times like a lot of times that I that's it's like just it takes so long to recover from that your like body is so tired and um you have to take like you have to go I would have to have gone to like an urgent care to get like actual like prescriptions in order to help that and it just um you cough so fucking much and that's when it feels like someone's stepping on your chest um, and all that kind of stuff, like when you would have COVID. Oh, and for anyone worried, I took a COVID test for the, one of the ones we got from the government, and it was negative, which I expected it to. Like, this felt different than when I got COVID in January. Um, it felt like the thing that I usually get this time of year that I got a break from for two years because of COVID. That's now somehow back again. It's weirdly nostalgic to have this happen, like, happen again for the first time since, like, 2019. Um, But, yeah, I was going to say, one thing I think is interesting about me and sickness that maybe some of you will, um, will identify with is that I... So, my sister and I are, like, have, like, helplessness when it comes to sickness in polar opposite ways. And by that I mean like, because I'm the scapegoat, when I'm sick, I see it as like a weakness. Like the only way I know to describe it is like when you see like, um, it's like feeling like you're an animal that's been wounded and that all of like the people who are preying on you can see like the clear injury that you have and like go after it. Or, like, you know when you're, like, watching, like, borderline sociopathic, like, coaches in football, that once they find out that a player has a certain injury, they'll, like, go after, 
like the body part that's injured just to like fuck with them some more um it's that sort of feeling and so I always had that when I I've always felt that since about sickness um because any sort of attention for me is was always really scary and it felt like if my family could could see that I was sick that I was that I'm more tired that I um I don't have as much energy as I used to and that there's something wrong with me it'd be easier for them to fuck with me so when I'm sick I usually would just I still do this but especially before I would just deny it until I absolutely have to like usually I don't do anything about how I feel when it comes to being sick until it starts like affecting things on the outside and by that I mean like because my voice changes and I'm and people can tell that something is wrong because of what I sound like or if I like get like um you know like where you feel nauseous because you're actually like puking or something or you know something like that until it affects like until other people can see how it's affecting me on the outside I just try to act like it's not really happening and part of the bad thing about that is that my like pain tolerance is really high so I am just used to just dealing with um a lot of like bad shit happening to me and my body and like dissociating and stuff and not really feeling it as much as I probably should so when that stuff happens unless it's like unless it's something that people can really notice I just try not to talk about it and try not to deal with it this is like the one thing like this sort of sickness I this is the one that I'm like actually proactive about because I am so not wanting it to ever turn into bronchitis that I like make an effort to always get medication so that it doesn't turn into that um and like my sister this is interesting like last the last like two not this week but the last two weeks before this my sister had this sort of cold and it was interesting because she was texting me about that she had it and then like a week later she was telling me that it went away for a couple days she actually got the flu or got like food poisoning or something for a couple days and it went away and then it like came back and she was sick again and um and it was interesting because I can't remember exactly what she said to me but it was like she was telling me that she was feeling really bad and um I just told her like why don't you do this this and this just to make sure that everything's fine and as soon as I told her what to do she immediately just did it like it was like she was asking waiting for like someone to do it for her and I think that's like an interesting part about the like family roles um like I said about how we are both helpless in different ways like for me because I'm the scapegoat I tried to I try to hide it and feel like I need to protect myself and that like when I'm sick I'm like wounded and I try not to show anybody that I'm wounded and will basically go through anything to not have to deal with that because I feel like if I bring attention to it somebody's gonna hurt me for my sister as like the golden child role you're used they're more used to people doing things for them um like my sister's always kind of been like that like even now like when I go over to her place sometimes she'll like be asking her boyfriend to like bring food for her from the kitchen or bring her a soda or like I'll get up to go to the bathroom and she'll ask me to get her soda and it's like you could just go get it yourself um but like she's always kind of like my mom has always done that stuff for her like um growing up like whenever she was sick or whatever my mom even when we were adults my mom would like come by and like buy her a bunch of like medicine and stuff and like drop it off at her place my mom would do that sometimes with me too um when I was an adult like I remember once in like 2017 I got like this really weird um it was like vertigo or something I don't know my mom gets vertigo so it's possible that it was that but it was really strange because it was only for like a day and like I would like get I would like get up and like get dressed like that day I like woke up to get dressed for work 
and then I would get, and then after, like, getting dressed, it would take me, like, 10, 15 minutes to get dressed and be ready, and then all of a sudden, I would get, like, super duper dizzy and feel really sick, like, really nauseous, and I would puke, and so it was, like, this weird pattern that, like, I, and then I would go lay down, and I would feel fine, and then I would stand, like, that day, I, like, told my work that I, it was that same law office. I thought that I was going to come in that day until I finally just said, never mind. I got dressed three different times that day to go to work. And then I would get dressed. And then after like four minutes of standing up, I would start to be really nauseous and really dizzy again. It was ridiculous. Like I couldn't, like I, I remember like laying down on the couch in my like apartment at that time. And I like didn't want to get off the couch because I was so dizzy. Where, where like I couldn't even like leave to go get, um, to go get like medicine and like the food delivery apps like shipped and like DoorDash and stuff I don't even think those were around them but I don't even know if I was really using them yet because that was a while ago that was probably in like 2017 um and like my mom came by and gave me a bunch of stuff and like I told her to like put it like right next to me and it wasn't until like eight o'clock at night that I actually like got up and was able to, like, walk around fine, and then the next day I was fine. It was really weird, um, <laughs> but, like, that, like, that time my mom did that, but, like, when it comes to my sister, my mom's always kind of been, like, had that role, and when you're the golden child, that's kind of the role you have, but, like, the way that she was responding, the things I said were things that she usually will do herself, which is why it was really weird, because, like, my sister is the only one really in my family that it doesn't have like any hang-ups or whatever with going to the doctor like if something's wrong she'll go to the doctor just to be sure and no literally nobody else will everyone else would rather die before going to a doctor like my the like tumor that I had on my back in 2020 was bleeding for like a month before I finally like gave in and made an appointment to go to the doctor because I just hate going to the doctor so much um but she like will go and she's like the only one that does it how you're supposed to you know you're supposed to go when it's not that big of a deal so that it doesn't turn into a much bigger deal <laughs> I'm trying to like learn to do that that like next time something like that happens to go when it's annoying but not that bad before it becomes like a much like a serious issue where I have to have like massive surgery or something like that um, but it's really hard to get out of that, like, idea. So I was, like, almost confused when we were having that conversation that she was, like, because the things that I was saying was, like, kind of obvious stuff. I was, like, well, why don't you go and take, like, an official, like, PCR COVID test just to be absolutely sure that it's not COVID? And, like, considering that she works at a preschool with, like, two-year-olds, that seemed like a good idea since, you know, kids are getting kids and and sickness definitely happen and um and then I told her like go buy like extra strength mucinex that stuff always makes you feel better like f the fastest and um and yeah that was pretty much the things I said but like as soon as I said them she immediately did them like when we were texting and I was telling her like um what mucinex kind to to buy and things like that she had already made an appointment to get a COVID test and, um, and they, ch and they do like a flu test when you do a COVID test, like after work that day. And so it's like, she immediately did whatever I said. So it was almost like she was like waiting for, for someone to tell her what to do. Um, because she's just like, I have a, a friend that I've met online that is also a golden child of her family, but she's the one that's like set boundaries with her mom and she said that that happens a lot for us for golden child and makes sense because like it's like a whole thing that when like you're used to your parents doing everything for you it's like that's an also not a good thing because you don't really because if you never learn how to do things for yourself or like when you're used to when like your default when something's going on and you don't know what to do it's just to almost, like, wait for somebody else to tell you what you should do and then go do it. Then you're, like, stuck in that, like, helpless feeling just as much as I 
am for like wanting to hide things because I don't want attention. And yeah, it was interesting to see her kind of reacting that way because like I said, she's usually the very proactive person that would have like made an appointment at an urgent care and bought the medication she needed and would have taken like an official COVID test. So I don't know why that was some, I think because she was sick and then it seemed to go away and then it came back. She was almost like not sure what to do and needed somebody to just tell her what to do in that moment. Um, But yeah, that was interesting to see kind of our helplessness happening, but in like polar opposite ways. It was, it was really weird. Um, But yeah, like, so (sighs) sleep this week has been like kind of ridiculous. Like Monday night, I hardly got any And then Wednesday night, um, I couldn't fall asleep. It was, I don't know what that was. Like, right before I went to sleep, my, like, my, like, one of my shoulders got, like, really sore. And I usually, I, like, sleep on my side now. Like, um, ever since I had my back surgery in 2020, I, like, sleep at least when I'm getting ready to sleep. I'm, like, laying on my side. I used to lay on my stomach. Um, so I, I was like getting so angry at the fact that I was like trying to sleep on my side, but like no matter what side I was trying to sleep on, my shoulder was sore and I couldn't find like a position to sleep in that was like, that wasn't, um, painful in some way. And because sleep is still like not an easy thing for me to do, I knew that I was never going to be able to fall asleep if that, if my shoulder was bothering me, if it was like painful in some way. So I just kept tossing and turning for hours. But I honestly think that the thing that was happening is, um, maybe other people understand this idea, but like sometimes when sleep, um, I get like, because of all of the years that I had really, really bad insomnia, especially, um, I had really, really bad insomnia in 2018 and 2019. I'm going to give, like, some tips for that in a little bit. But um, now that I've been thinking about it again this week. But um, it used to be really, really bad. Like, really bad. Like, I, I, even when I was on, like, sleeping medication, it was still not good at all. Um, like, usually when you get one of the sleeping medic- meds that they give people a lot for insomnia kind of trauma issues is trazodone there was another one that I that's name I can't remember because it it didn't do anything um for me like I took it and didn't make any difference for me at all um but like a lot of times trazodone trazodone is one that they also use I think after like some surgeries or something I don't know ignore that part I don't know if that's true or not but what I'm saying is that it's a more heavy duty like sleeping med it's not Ambien obviously but uh, a lot of times when people take it it's like 25 milligrams which is like the smallest amount you can take and usually if people take that much of it it it'll like knock them out for like the rest of the night like I remember um one of my old friends I don't talk to anymore she got trazodone when she had um when she was sick and like a couple years ago and she took like 20 five she got like 25 milligram pills and she was like dead to the world after like five minutes that's how most people are I took a hundred milligrams I had to take a hundred milligrams of it and even with that it would still take like 10 15 20 minutes for me to fall asleep and like and I still would wake up in the middle of the night but the difference for me was that I would still wake up in the middle of the night at like three in the morning but I would like wake up, see that it was three in the morning and it wasn't time for me to fall to get awake to wake up yet. And then then just like go back to sleep and I would and I would like actually fall back asleep for a couple more hours. And that was a huge um, that was a huge improvement for me because back then I would like not fall asleep until after midnight and then I would wake up at 3 a.m. and be up sometimes from then on or be up for like over an hour or something before I could get myself to fall back asleep because I would wake up in like a panic attack which is like the worst feeling in the entire fucking world um but yeah so this week like I 
because of those like insomnia problems and especially ever since like my insomnia is way 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 better like I pretty much don't have it anymore I usually always sleep through the night now that's like one of those things that I'm always afraid that of it coming back because of how debilitating it is um like once you're not living like that anymore you truly realize how debilitating it really was living like that for so long um and so I think that night when like even though my shoulder was like was hurting and stuff I think that I was more because I didn't get any sleep on Monday night I was like uber aware and like and like thinking like I need to get sleep because I am gonna have a really hard time getting through work without having without getting enough sleep and I already took a day off of work this week for that already so I can't do it again so I think when like my shoulder was hurting it I just started fixating on that because I was like so stressed out about um sometimes I get like in this spiral in my mind where I like become so fixated on the fact that I'm not sleeping that I get like mad that I'm not sleeping and I keep thinking about how much I want to sleep but then I get like focused on like the like the feeling of sleep and thinking about how weird it is that you just are like thinking and then you just fall asleep and you and you're just like not there for like hours at a time and you don't remember falling asleep and you just wake up hours later and it's suddenly like the next day and sometimes I get like stuck in this pattern of thinking about that and when I every time I I start thinking about like almost being afraid of falling asleep then I can't fall asleep and I end up I used like there were many times where I would like stay up like the entire night because I would be thinking about that and like the entire time I would want to sleep but I just like couldn't get myself to do it would be ridiculous um so I think that that was happening a bit this week that on like Wednesday on like Wednesday night Thursday morning that I was just like so worried that about not sleeping that I ended up like forcing that happening because I was so concerned about it happening um and yeah Thursday sucked ass like I was really I was really tired yesterday, but I did work the entire day and I made it through work all right. Um, like I was remembering, like, it really sucks being this tired. Like, geez, like, I'm glad I don't usually feel like that. And like, you know, and but ever since then, like, then I was like more aware of like, I'm just going to do everything that I possibly can to make sure that I sleep well. Um, so like, um, the friend of mine that gave me a that's giving me a part-time job that's teaching me how to do social media like marketing and stuff um she's really nice she got a new apple watch and sent me her old one through the mail i never have fun gadgets like that so um i got her watch yesterday and i could have the main thing i'm interested in um experimenting on with that is just seeing like wearing it when I'm sleeping to see like what it tells me of how long I sleep or like how long my REM sleep is and stuff like that I just think that stuff is interesting and when I had like horrible insomnia in like 2019 and stuff I I use those apps sometimes to try to see how much I was sleeping and it was really pathetic so um it was like three hours or four hours a night so I like wanted to I want to see like how much it is now now that um I'm actually sleeping well and well you know good for me and everything um but like I knew that I would be like really you know anxious about being worried about not sleeping again and I'm really weird about like jewelry like I don't like wearing I don't like the feeling of like wearing watches or rings or anything like that so I like didn't even wear I didn't wear it my Apple Watch last night even though I could have because I didn't want it to be something that could bother me to put me into like that spiral of not being able to sleep again. I know it sounds really weird to think that wearing a watch would do that, but it's one of those things of I know that falling asleep is hard for me anyway. It's always been hard. I think that's like very obvious. Like it's a fucking miracle, honestly, it's sometimes for me to think about the fact that I can sleep for like six 
hours, seven hours a night every night now without a problem. Um, considering, like, all of the trauma that I have surrounding sleep and everything like that. And it's kind of, like, an amazing thing that, like, my sleep ever since we started processing EMDR stuff hasn't been as good as, as, like, hasn't been great. Like, it's been taking a little bit longer for me to fall asleep, but it's nowhere near as bad as what it used to be. And that was one of the big things that I was afraid of and why I was, like, resistant of trying it for a while is because I was afraid that the insomnia would just come back in full force if we really started doing that again. And I don't want to ever experience that after, not after living, not after the last, like, two years of actually sleeping and seeing, like, how much that affects, um, how much it really affected my mind of how, like, what happens to you when you really are that tired. Um, Like, yesterday morning, I was trying to find, like, a, YouTube video to watch because I I watch YouTube videos and like listen to podcasts when I um when I work and um every YouTube video I watched the person's voice was like overwhelming like not even in a I want to hit you because you're annoying me way which yeah that happens but in like almost like a sensory overload way like their voices were like too loud and like too much for me and I was like oh yeah I'm remembering that this happens when I'm like really tired (laughs) oh my gosh um so a friend uh another online friend of mine um was we were talking about like having problems falling asleep and being hyper vigilant and having a hard time dropping the hyper vigilance and stuff and so I gave her like a bunch of tips yesterday about um what I tried when it came to sleep because I've tried so many things Um, so I wanted to give you all, like, some options about what you could try just if this is, because I know this is, like, a pretty big constant, especially when you're, if you've experienced sexual abuse, especially if it's someone in your family, like it was for me, um, like, I legitimately think it's kind of a miracle that I do get the sleep that I do at this point, like, the amount of years that I spent, like, living in a house where I was always on edge because I never knew, um, what was going to happen, like, who was going to come into my room later on at night or anything like that, um, it's honestly amazing that I'm able to sleep, like, at all like that, um, (laughs) seriously, I'm not even joking, it's kind of amazing, especially after bringing up some of those memories the last like couple months or so it really is like amazing that after experiencing all of that I've been able to find some sort of way to sleep again like like it's still ridiculous like the things that I do to sleep like I have a fan on I have like an air conditioner on right now I pretty much only don't have the air conditioner on in some way during like the really cold winter months um because I usually get warm when I sleep so I always have a fan and an air conditioner usually on, and I listen to nature noises. This is, like, my first sleeping um, tip, and I know this is, like, an ASMR sort of thing that people are aware of. I fucking, okay, so one thing I think is really funny is how, like, people who, even with trauma or just with, like, neurodivergency things who like ASMR things, that it's so funny how, like, some of us, like, very polar opposite ASMR kind of videos. Like, you know the ones that will be, like, somebody, like, um, like, resting, like, making noise with, like, their nails on, like, a, like, on a piece of chalk or cutting, like, something, like, a piece, there's this video someone I shared of, like, somebody cutting a piece of chalk and the vid, the noises in that video made me want to die, but they, like, loved it. And so I just thought it was one of those things I think is funny how some ASMR videos people love and the other ones it makes every it makes us want to like tear our skins off. Yeah, I hate the ones with like noises like that. Um, the 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 videos that I like are nature sounds specifically um, videos that sound like rain, thunderstorms. Um, things like that. There's some that are like um, ocean waves. Those are also a good one. Um, 
or there's ocean waves ones and rain at the same time those are good ones but even with like those I I like have a very specific kind that I like so I the other so number one I'm gonna say is like the kind of nature sound sleeping videos that exist on YouTube they are like entire channels that all they do is put up those videos every single night like there's this one channel I found I forget the name that puts up like live videos of that 24 hours and like if you go which was really nice like when I had really horrible insomnia and I would like be trying to sleep in the middle of the day that that channel always had those around and it would just be people from like a country around the world that would be sleeping during that time so there's always would be people in the chat like saying like I hope everybody gets like good rest and things like that and so those videos would always be there so like if you post like sleeping thunderstorm sounds like so many different channels will come up and it's one of those like things that I personally like even though it's creepy that every night around like the time when I would go to bed when I like am um on the YouTube app which I'm pretty much always on that the like videos will just start to like pop up in my recommended feed because it knows that that's around the time that I usually am watching those things um so that's like one option the other option is um is like making a playlist of songs on Spotify that are like kind of calm music like I don't even know what genre to call this music hold on I'm looking it up um because I made a playlist back in like 2018 sometime called no panicking um I'll try to remember to link it here and it's full of um (coughs) oh sorry um and I remember at the time that in one of the chats that I was in I told them that I was having a hard time falling asleep and was just looking for like calming music and a couple people in those chats just they just gave me like the names of a bunch of different artists like I'm looking at it right now so I'll tell you like stellar drone is another one s-t-e-l-l-a-r-d-r-o-n-e um and another one is called mick tech m-i-k-t-e-k um stellar drone mctag and then another artist named marconi union m-a-r-c-o-n-i is the first name and like it's one of those things that if you listen to like um if you find one of their songs and then put it on it'll like you know make like a little playlist for you know how spotify does that for you but like all of the music is like kind of futuristic-y sounding, um, relaxing music, like kind of like lo-fi kind of music, I suppose is what it may be called. Like I said, I don't even know what the genre that is. Um, but I have that playlist and like, I like that. That's another thing that I use when I used when trying to fall asleep. Um, another one is um, listening to something that you've, uh, that you've listened to many times before. So, like, one thing that I know that some people do is, like, they'll, like, put on a TV, and they'll put on, like, a TV show or a movie or something like that of something that they've watched, like, a bunch, like, their favorite TV show. They'll just put it on in the background, and they'll fall asleep, or sometimes they'll just have the tv on at all and the tv being there and like kind of the background noises being there will like help them drift off to sleep that's never worked for me because the light from the tv keeps me up um I have like sensory things with light like I hate the sun I don't like the summertime because of how bright it is and things like that um so that doesn't work for me that keep that keeps me awake but I know that's kind of the same general idea of why people do that um for me though I need something that I've listened to or watched or whatever like 40 bazillion times so that like my brain won't be like really thinking about 
what I'm listening to in a way. Like, because I've listened to it so many times, it won't make me start thinking about like, oh, that's interesting. I want to, that makes me want to look this up or that up or what, or what does that mean? Or, or, or maybe I could talk about this on my podcast, or maybe I could make a video talking about that on my, you know, that, that sort of thing doesn't happen because I've been, because I've listened to it so many times. Like, back in like 2018 2019 I used to this sounds like very confusing but I used to do that with true crime podcasts specifically my favorite murder um there was certain episodes of I don't listen I don't listen to true crime podcasts at all anymore like the true crime genre most of it it was is something that kind of died for me once I um started working on like feeling better it was really hard for me to listen to that stuff I basically couldn't um when I started working on my trauma a lot in like 2019 because it was too triggering um I still now it's more like a ethics thing that it's I have a hard time listening to stories and seeing how people talk about trauma survivors because everyone in involved in those situations are very traumatized and I just can't turn that part of my brain off of like the empathy that I have and how exploitative that kind of genre is and and all that kind of stuff um but at the time I really loved my favorite murder and there was there was a bunch of episodes of theirs from like it was from their first like two seasons probably at that point that was some of my favorite episodes by then there was a lot of them that I really liked by them from the first like couple months of the show that they were on like way back in like 2016 when they first started and I listened to those episodes so many times so I would be able to um, play them at night when I was trying to fall asleep and since it was something familiar and I knew exactly what they were always going to say because I've heard them all so many times I would just I would be able to like drift off to sleep Um, I've heard of people doing this with like audiobooks so that's also an option but for me, like, listening to a book, um, even one that I've read before is usually something that will, like, just wake me up, that will, like, make me start thinking about the characters in it or anything like that. Like, I don't really think there's any sort of book out there that I would have an audiobook that I've read so many times that, like, a narrator would wake, wouldn't wake me up like that and make me start thinking about it more. Um, now, ironically, I use this podcast for that as well. A lot of times, like when I can't sleep, like on, um, on Tuesday night, I was like worried about falling asleep, even though I was tired. So I played, I just picked like a random episode on here that wasn't about anything that I thought would keep me awake. Like one, there's episodes on this podcast of my own that I've listened to many times because I think that I did a good job, like talking about whatever I was talking about or because it's something that I just like talking about you know so I like to listen to it and I played whatever I don't even remember what episode it was but I played it and it was enough to like get me to um relax and become really tired like I turned the episode off before it was done because I could I was like starting to miss parts of it because I was falling asleep um so even if you use this podcast for that, that's a-okay. Do whatever you need to. Um, but that's something that I did too, is if there was a podcast that I've listened to 40 billion times, the only way I can think of to describe that happening or why that works is that I think that like my brain needed something to focus on, to like listen to that was somewhat calming and relaxing. Even when the content was like true crime, which is not really calming or relaxing, it was calming for me because it's something that I've, it's repetition. It's something that I know what they're going to say. I, I know the story. There's no surprises. It's like a subject that I've listened to many times before. It's like the whole thing that we're like people who have, like a lot of us who have like anxiety issues or mental health problems in general, we tend to like to watch the same movies over and over again or the same tv shows or whatever for comfort because we it's a predictable story we know what's going to happen we're already invested in these new characters instead of trying to watch something new um so it's that sort of thing i think for our brain that because it's something we've listened to a million times we 
know what's going to happen. And so our brain is able to listen to it and focus on it enough to the point where it realizes that we're fine, we're safe, everything's good, and we're able to, like, drift off to sleep. So, like, that's... So the other... What I was going to say, though, was that um, I understand if you have, like, specificities when it comes to listening to these things, though. And I find that a lot of us with, like, trauma involving sleep tend to, like, everyone kind of has these different little triggers that you need to, like, kind of work out for yourself. And, like, the way that I mean about that is that I can't... I have a really... I have a harder time listening to things when you can tell that it's like um repetition like you like okay but what I mean is like one thing that a lot of therapists use like trauma therapists use is they use like a little noise machine like a little sound machine um like like it'll be like white noise or some or a couple other options like rain white noise thunder and something else Um, And they'll put it, and a lot of times they'll do it so that people can't hear what we're saying. So they'll put it, like, outside of their door um, and turn it on so that people walking by can't hear what we're talking about in session. Um, When I was actually at my treatment center, um, they, like, would, they didn't, we didn't know this until, like, right before I left, actually, but they would, they, like, pumped out, like, the white noise sound through like the speakers of like the entire center at like a really low volume so nobody noticed but it was one there's a lot of studies about how that noise helped keep people calmer and so like why not when you're at like a treatment facility for a bunch of traumatized people why not do that um and actually like a friend of mine got me one of those things when I was still at in my treatment program um but I had a I couldn't really use it because or I couldn't use like the thunderstorm raining one on that. I ended up getting rid of it because I didn't need it anymore to sleep. But um, that like that noise machine was hard for me to use because it was really obvious where you could tell when like the recording would like start over again. And it was like a lot of those like noise machines. It's like a recording of rain that just like replays like every 30 seconds. And, like, so there's some videos um, online like that. Like, on, like, there's a bunch of those YouTube, like, noise channels with, like, nature noises where they don't do a good job of, like, masking when it starts to turn over again and repeat. And so I could always tell, and it was, and it's, like, aggravating. Like, I get, like, angry when I listen to it and I can clearly tell when it's like starting over again and I just it doesn't work it wakes me up and I can't listen to it like one of the channels that I like the most um the one that has like live videos all the time if you search for it it will come up because it has a lot of um subscribers and everything one reason why I like that channel is because the guy who does the channel actually like went to certain locations and actually like just filmed like you can you can watch, like, the video of, like, what he's live streaming all the time if you want. And it's in these different places, like, by an ocean, by a lake, um, out in, like, a wood path. But, like, you can tell that he actually, you, he actually went to those places and left a camera outside for, like, at least some time. Like, long enough on that channel (coughs) where, um, by the time it like starts to repeat I'm already asleep and I couldn't tell and that means that he likely was out there filming for probably a couple hours it's like why people really like that channel I think and I and I remember that a couple years ago that channel was having a hard time with YouTube that they kept like demonetizing him because they were trying to say that he was just taking other people's videos but he like so he changed it where like at the end at the beginning of like every stream he would always post he would always start every video showing him like on screen just like you know just showing that he was there so that he could prove to them that he was actually like physically went to these places and that these were his videos that he was sharing um 
so he I've been listening to his channel like that since 2018 he's done a really good job with that um and I think that that's something that bothers a lot of us I remember seeing comments on TikTok videos talking about like how white noise machines bother people sometimes because you can hear when it like starts over so yeah that's that's one of those things that bothers me which is why I recommend like if you want to try to find one of those sleeping videos to kind of um listen to a lot of them like click on a bunch of them and listen to each one for a couple minutes and see what you think because it's one of those weird things that like some of the videos that that guy even the video on the the channel I'm talking about posts sometimes there's like little insects in the background that the little noises like that just bother me and so I can't listen to that one and I find something else um so it's it's one of those weird things where you have to kind of find what works for you like the playlist that I have um there's this one song on it that's like eight minutes long and um I'm gonna try to remember to post the link to that song because it is really nice and calming it's like the kind of lo-fi-ish music mixed with like nature noises which is why I like it because it sounds like it's raining you can hear like ocean waves in the song as it's going through and the song is like really calming and relaxing and it's like eight minutes long um that was one that I used to listen to on repeat when I was trying to sleep and some and it was the only one that I could listen to on repeat like that and be able to sleep and even times when I it didn't help me sleep like when I was trying to take a nap in the middle of the day when I was unemployed just laying there with like my eyes closed it would help me relax and that was like good enough um but even like last week or something after I had therapy I was trying to use that to sleep and I and I could I had to like turn it off and go back to like YouTube because knowing because it's the same problem I have that I was saying before about sleep of like being too aware and getting into a pattern of thinking too much about the um about the process of sleeping that it was waking me up and making it where I couldn't sleep and getting stuck in that insomnia spiral that like every time the song would start over I know in my head now how long that song is so every time it started over I would just think it's been seven minutes now it's been 14 minutes now it's been 21 and so it didn't like work for me because I just kept thinking like that so I will say just as a forewarning that that could happen for you um you could always just listen to my entire playlist like it's it's like there's a bunch of songs on it so it's like six and a half hours almost seven hours of music so you should even if you never sleep that's at least a bunch of peaceful music you can listen to and it's all like really calm quiet sort of music none of it's like super loud all of a sudden every all of the songs are really relaxing so it's so it'd be that'd be one that you'd be okay if you want to put it on shuffle or whatever um it's just sometimes I would get I would like want to listen to only that one specific song because that one was the one that I wanted to listen to the most anyway and it's it's the same thing that I was saying before about listening to like a podcast or a YouTube video I watched a bunch of times is that the song was repetitive I knew how it sounded so it was a way for my brain to stop um so these are like my tips I have for sleeping like I know a lot of people talk about taking melatonin I took that once for like two days and it made me feel really weird so I never took it after that um and I don't like ever since I like listened to um a podcast about MLMs and they talked about how the supplement industry is not regulated in any way and they can basically put any health claims they want on the bottle at like all of those supplements you can get at stores and like nature stores and stuff they can say that it can do anything basically and there's nothing that there's like no one there to like make them like keep them accountable for that that I like have a hard time trusting sleep um supplements because I'm like what did what do you put in this and like and it's the same thing that I was saying before that I get worried that if I take something that I've never tried that it'll somehow mess up my sleeping schedule again um so like if you take supplements or if you take like CBD or or if you can get like 
um, you know, pot or whatever to help with sleep, then more power to you. It's just that I can't. <laughs> so I'm giving you guys all the options that, um, that at least I have. I don't know if this is a completely rational reaction, but I, to end this episode, now that I brought up that I can't do really C- CBD is okay. I just don't have a way to get it at this point. Um, but like when it comes to like pot, like I'm one that I've never done any drugs at all, including that one. And it's not because I'm like, you know, someone who needs to be super clean and all that kind of stuff, like a straight edge necessarily. It's more of the very intense need to have control of my body at all times. Um, like I don't remember the last time that I drank. Um, I think it was in 2019, like legitimately. I'm pretty sure it was in 2019 because what I remember in from trying to figure out what the last time I drank when I was at my treatment center we weren't they told us not to drink alcohol because the first like couple weeks you were there they would like randomly make you do like a pee test to like to test you to make sure that you weren't taking a like or weren't going to be positive for like drugs or anything like that because you're supposed to be, like, sober when you're at a place like that. Even though our program wasn't for, like, addiction. There's a bunch of people in that program that also deal with addiction. And, like, if you're going home and drinking every night, you're not exactly um, focusing on your trauma and being, like, aware. So it made sense. But there's this one week when I was there that I had a really hard week. And, like, that Friday when I met up with my friend, like I used to every week, I got, like, a drink with dinner. And I remember she was, like, surprised because I made a big deal about that I couldn't drink anything when I was there. But I was just, like, it was a really hard week and I just needed something. Um, I think that was the last time that I drank at all. And it's not even that I'm, like, necessarily against it, like I said. Like, there's been times where I've wanted to. Like, every New Year's I always want to get alcohol, but um, they don't deliver it um, to my house um, in this state, which is weird since everybody here drinks so much. And I don't really go out to dinner anymore, like, or anything like that where I would, or where I could try it. Um, I have no tolerance, so, like, if I drink at all, I'm pretty much gonna get, like, drunk. Like, I personally like the kind of, the times where I do drink, I like it where I have enough where I can feel it, where I can feel, you know, that nice lighter feeling, but it doesn't go any farther than that. Um, that's exactly where I want to be. So, like, I have, like, two drinks and I just stop because that's what I want. And after that, I'm good. Um, But, yeah, I haven't drank in, like, years at this point. And I've never done, never tried cigarettes, never tried any drugs of any kind. And it's, like I said, it's not because I'm a super straight edge necessarily. It's because I just need to feel in control of my body. Like, um, it's definitely an after effect of being um, essayed and R-worded so many times that... After that, like, the idea that something could happen to me and I don't remember it is way too similar to what I've already experienced from all the years of all the stuff that happened to me that I know I didn't remember. Um, That, like, it honestly terrifies me to imagine taking something, even if it is something mainly harmless, like pot, that could, like, affect my body and I wouldn't know how it would affect me until I took it. That's enough to have me never take it. Because, like, the anxiety and stuff from that fear would be, would ruin anything that it would possibly give me that would be, like, a positive anyway. Like, maybe one day I'll be able to get over that, but I don't know. Um, I doubt it, honestly, at this point. Um, But, yeah, that's one of those weird things that I have, too, is that I, it kind of, like, lowers, it, like, made, like, the options that I had to try to fix my sleep a little bit smaller because I wasn't willing to do any of that sort of stuff. And I know that's what some people use in order to fall asleep. And there's nothing wrong with you if you do that. I just could never do it. <coughs> I guess just, like, I remember one time I, like, couldn't remember my friend's 21st birthday. And ever since then, that was enough for me to never want to drink to the point where I blacked out in any way. Because it was just terrifying to me to see videos from that night and not actually remember it happening. (coughs) Sorry with the coughing. Um, 
yeah, so I hope that this sleeping stuff is in any way helpful to any of you. I'm going to link my playlist down below. Um, and yeah, hope anybody li listens to it, finds some help with horrible insomnia.